Well, good evening, everybody. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. It's Monday evening over here in Sydney, but it's, is it Sunday morning or Monday morning over there in the UK? Uh, Monday morning here. Monday morning, Monday morning in the UK. Episode 122, and I've got the legendary Tom Griffiths here. How you doing, Tom? Hey, Darren. I'm well, thank you. How are you? Oh, very well, mate. Thanks for joining me all the way from the Thank other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for everybody out there, we're going to be talking about social media, but in particular, why likes and shares are dead. I love it because I'm a social media guy myself and I'm fascinated by social media engagement and I'm very much looking forward to hearing what Tom has to say about you know, measuring and really understanding engagement of social media. And he's got a different spin on things, which will hopefully give us uh, loads of great insights and loads of great ideas. But uh, before I jump in, let me introduce Tom. So Tom is the Director of Business Development at Talkative and the partner of Analytics Lab. He's an experienced startup business developer, raising funds for startups and growing MVPs into revenue generating businesses. Tom has a strong interest in AI and its power to transform business and giving early adopters the opportunity to become industry leaders. So welcome, Tom Griffiths, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Darren. Oh, thanks, mate. So um, Tom, tell us a bit about how you got into this line of work. Yeah, so uh, I started in, well, actually uh, I left school at sort of 17, yep. um, started selling by doing door-to-door sales, All right. uh, signing, up, signing up people for charities. Nice. Um, and that's kind of a, a good uphill learning curve, I'd say, well, I in terms of uh, getting good sales experience. Uh, <laughs> and then from there, uh, I went into, uh, went into ad sales. Yep. Um, and sort of when I went into ad sales in sort of 20, 14, 2013, 2014, yep. uh, that was kind of where social media was sort of becoming a, a bigger part of how, of how people connected and obviously sort of advertising through your Facebooks and Twitters and yes. other social platforms. Uh, so that's, I guess, kind of my professional kind of style of life has always had uh, social media at its, at its heart, really, as a way to connect with customers. So very much for me, um, I've always grown up selling some form of social advertising. Well, and then from that, um, I got into, got into some really good startups, really exciting startups. And recently, um, I've come on board with, with Talkative yep. uh, to really sort of help grow their, their uh, revenue side and their business development strategy. Because uh, they're uh, a great bunch of... Uh, of really good developers and, and data scientists. Um, so just came in to sort of help, help them get the message out there, I guess, of the, the power of using, of using AI um, and sentiment and emotional analysis to kind of understand, their, uh, understand clients better. I love that. I love the way you put that sentiment, trying to use sentiment to understand clients better because, you know, that's something that's not that easy to measure, but I suppose we're going to get into how you measure that which is fascinating. Um, yeah, before we, yeah. Before we jump in, I thought, let's just take a, a high level approach for a second and kind of just get a sense of 
setting the stage for everybody in terms of, you know, what we're going to be talking about. So social media, everybody's engaged on social media more than ever before, particularly in this period over the last six to nine months. I've seen social media just go crazy and it's just stronger and stronger every day. Um, but it is very easy to fall into the trap of looking at the comments and looking at the likes and looking at how many people watched your video and thinking that everything's going fantastic. Everything's hunky-dory. Quantity versus quality in a way. So why, yes. do, why do we, what's your insight into why we fall into that trap? Is it because we don't know any other way to measure it or is it there some other reason? Yeah, I think genuinely because the, the tool hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, and also, to, you know, the likes of, of Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, they, they all give you, anybody can have access to those analytics yeah. of how many likes, shares, impressions, et cetera, yeah. um, for free. Yeah. And then you've sort of got your more advanced tools from, say, your, your Hootsuites or Sprout Socials, yep. who can then give you sort of a bit more of an in-depth look in terms of geographies, um, gender, age range, et cetera. But there's never really been a tool out there that can look at the comments. Nice. And it's, it's very easy to sort of to, to retweet or share or even like. Like, we've all done it. We've all been scrolling and accidentally liked something. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're engaged with that tweet. It's just that you're heavy thumbs, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, rather than like actually comment and go out of your way yeah. uh, to, to comment on a, on a specific post or, or to reply to someone's tweet. Um, in a way, it takes effort, I guess. It's not a huge amount of effort, but it takes effort. I'm sure you've done it as well, Darren, where you've started to reply to someone and just be like, I can't be bothered. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and then absolutely. You you don't press send or you don't press tweet. Um, so to actually go out of your way to, to speak to a company or to speak to an influencer who is being paid through an ad or to respond yeah. to, to create that post, um, in a way takes effort and takes a willing for that person to think, yeah, my opinion matters on this. Yeah. For that person to think, yes, I want to engage. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's, that's kind of why we've been very much focused on the likes and shares as opposed to what people are saying underneath. There hasn't really been a tool out there. Okay. Well, that kind of brings us to where we are now. So tell us a bit about talkative and, you know, and, and how you analyze sentiment um, in social media. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're an, an AI based company, uh, talkative with an AI in the middle. Um, great branding. Uh, so what, what, we're, what, what we do is we're able to, to use NLP, uh, which is natural language processing, uh, not the NLP that, that business <laughs> and professional as we had the conversation earlier. Um, so we use natural language processing, which is a, a form of AI, uh, which is able to understand the, the language of which people use. So we're able to... Uh, take a, a thread of, of tweets or comments uh, or, um, or a thread from, from somewhere like a Reddit or a forum and really analyze the language that people are using yep. and understand if people are feeling positive, neutral, or negative towards, uh, towards that particular issue. So if we take, for example, it might not be a particular product, it could be a news story where someone's been uh, where a, a particular company might, might have done something that the news or the, or the media has perceived as 
not particularly great ethically or environmentally. You can then understand what the, the clients are saying towards or the customers of, of that business are, are saying towards them. And it can help them sort of understand what rebuttals to use and how to get them back on side. Uh, but equally, it can show them what people are enjoying about the product. Um, if we take clothing, for example, um, sort of take jeans uh, for, from like a, a, a big clothing brand, you know, different sizes and different fits. Um, are always going to be a problem for them to make sure that you know their, their customers are getting the, the best use of the product. So what that's able to tell them is by taking the data from the comment section underneath is being able to let them know what they're enjoying about the fit, what could be improved on, and really help them build that way. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, and so how do you define sentiment i mean what's sentiment to you guys how do you measure like how what do you look for to try and um what's the word characterize sentiment and measure it sure sure so um the r d side of talkative uh, took about two and a half three years wow. and it's very much about building up the the ml or the machine learning so that um we've put enough test sets uh essentially data telling the the, the ai what certain things are, yeah. so that it's got such a vast memory now um, and such an ability to, to, to discern sentiment, whether it's positive, uh, neutral, or negative right. on a scale of one to, to negative one. Okay. Um, and it's, it's its ability then to quickly match the data that's coming through from, from sort of from the new comments that we're taking on board. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice. And, um... Do you, like, did, obviously when you program this, it took three years, as you say, of R&D to work out how to measure it. Um, tell us a bit about how the AI and the NLP fit in. Like how do they, NLP is the, um, the language of AI, is it? So NLP is a, is, a, is a form of AI. So it's a form of artificial intelligence. Gotcha. Uh, so it's essentially it has it has many purposes. Um, I guess it's it's most basic is uh, is predictive texting. Uh -huh. It's being able to know sort of the words that have come before it to form that sentence. Um, it doesn't always get it right, as I'm sure you as I'm sure you've experienced yourself. Yeah, oh yeah, frustrates um, me. Sometimes but, frustrates me. <laughs> um, but certainly, it's it's growing and growing, and uh, the power that we have behind it is is you know it's it, it's pretty pretty incredible sort of what it's able to do now from from where we first started on on t9s on nokia 3310 oh, my god and have you are you finding it's very it's being very well received in the marketplace what, what is, what's your feedback yeah certainly um it's it's definitely getting the, the understanding across because it's such a new tool yeah. um and a lot of we find that a lot of companies are maybe, uh, are maybe a bit comfortable just using likes and shares. So it's really being able to get the message across that, look, this is, this is going beneath sort of the top level of rating how well a post is doing by how many likes it's got through its engagement, when what you really need to know is what those people are telling you underneath oh, and what the, the comments are saying about it. Absolutely. I mean, we can all make comments, we can all like things and share things, but might not mean that we're ever going to engage or buy anything. 
And, yeah, absolutely. And so much so, like when, you know, when Facebook does its, um, you know, its targeting on you know, a lot of the targeting ads, the, ad, the ads manager behind Facebook, for example, you know, there's so many different categories and they can choose whether they want to put your post or your ad in front of people that are more likely to click, more likely to buy, more likely to just like. So they have all that analytics already in a way. Um, and this just mm -hmm. goes further than that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's kind of a, a more in-depth view. Um, and going back to sort of setting up your, your Facebook ads, your Google ads, or your Twitter ads, yeah. um, through being able to extract the language and the wording used, uh, it actually enables companies that we work with to then choose better and more accurate keywords, which, uh, which saves them on cost, which is a great thing, yeah. uh, but also resonates with the exact audience that they, they want to resonate with by using the exact same language and using the exact same wording that, that they will use. I was, I was just about to ask you about that. I mean, the copy is so important. So does it tell you, does it give you suggestions as to what copy you should use or how does that work? Yeah, so we can certainly help in terms of what copy they should use, but we can, we can frame it to show the, the keywords that people are using. So just by using or, or changing a couple of words, a couple of words can almost can really sort of increase the engagement levels from the from, from the, the the customer. Wow. Okay. Just by sort of mirroring the language that they use. Okay. Have you got any stories or case studies to give us? Obviously confidential, but giving us some ideas as to how people might be starting to use this and get some benefit out of it. Absolutely. So um, we did. We, we worked with quite a, a large uh, online retailer here um, and fashion brand. Yep, nice. Um, a fast fashion brand over in the UK, and they were getting. Uh, they're they're very reliant on social media. They use a lot of influencers to get their message across. Yeah. And they were like most companies. They were kind of thinking that everything was going well because they were getting likes, shares, retweets, etc. Yeah. Um, and then when we came in and did some initial research for them, they were like, yeah, we get loads and loads of comments. Um, we think most of them are positive. We get loads of likes, et cetera. Yeah. And then once we delved into their comments, um, we could actually find out that the majority of the comments they were getting were people complaining about their orders no and their orders not uh, turning up on time or, or putting in orders saying it was out for delivery and then never turned up. So what that enabled us to do was show sort of what, uh, what times of the year that was happening, et cetera, and then look deeper into it. And it was actually their, their courier service that was letting them down. Wow. So their courier service was like, yeah, we're picking it up. Um, they, we tried to deliver and they weren't in. Yep. And um, so what that did was that made them have to sort of change their courier service. And then we monitored it again. And then you could see that the, the orders are, are changing. So you're not getting as many negative comments around the orders now. Wow. So obviously, if you're, if you're an e-commerce company, the goal is to get your product to the consumer who's bought it. Yeah, yeah. So by doing that, you're increasing the customer experience Absolutely. and ensuring that they're, gonna get, they're getting their orders on time. Absolutely. As promised by the courier service. And, and what about the people that were looking at the comments? Did, weren't they, like someone from the company, weren't they reading the comments and saying, there's a lot of comments here just about, you know, service not being optimal or late delivery, um, et cetera, et cetera. Didn't they know this? It, well, because they get so many, because they're in the thousands. Right. right. 
it's so essentially AI is something that somebody can do by hand, yeah. but it's going to take them a bloody long time. Yeah. So um, like for us, we can do around 21, 22,000 data points in about five minutes. So um, for somebody to do that by hand, I'm sure you can imagine would, would take a little bit longer. Gotcha. Um, so obviously they're just sort of scanning the top, the top couple that come through, yeah. which are normally quite positive yeah. uh, because it will be engaging about certain items. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for us, it's, it's, enabling, it's enabling us to look through the whole comment section, the whole thread of tweets, um, or starting under a specific keyword term if it's, if it's Twitter or a specific topic. Um, so for us, we're able to sort of go a, a lot more in depth. I mean, this is, this is amazing. I mean, this is, this is the whole new frontier. This is like taking social media to the next level. Yes, that's, I mean, that's very really much phenomenal. the goal. When, when, you, when you really start analyzing it at that level and at that depth and at that scale my lord the, you know the trends and the um the behavior and the insights you can get on where to slightly adjust the direction of your business strategy is phenomenal yeah no certainly it's um it is it is very much giving the advantage to the to the user that takes it on board now because to have that advantage over your competitors because not only can we monitor your threads we can monitor your competitors yeah. because it's all publicly available information people just tweet openly on open platforms facebook instagram etc that's a really um, good point so we're able then to sort of pull out their their rivals and show them what they're doing well and what they're doing badly so yeah. they can play on what they're doing badly and sort of obviously push up with what with what they're doing well so if someone is, was about to, or thinking about getting into a new marketplace, they might use a tool like this to analyze the status quo of the market in general, and then decide how they can find, how they can be different and how they can be value add or be slightly, you know, um, better than the competitors. Absolutely. And we can do it with geographies as well. Um, so NLP actually, um, you can train it so that it becomes, um, like Google, uh, Google Translate is getting incredibly accurate, certainly in your French, Spanish, and, yeah. and um, Portuguese. But we can train the machine to understand maybe more complex languages or different to, to Greek-based languages. So looking at sort of your, um, the Southeast Asian market, your sort of Malay uh, or Bahasa or yeah. even Mandarin, we can, we can use it to be able to translate. Uh, so that then you can get your brand message across in, in the native language too. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. I mean, and is there, is it easy to do that across all the platforms we have available or do you, is it, does it work better with some platforms more so than others? Or? No, because of the, the way that we extract the information and the data, which is all publicly available. Um, it, and certainly across those main social platforms, so like your Facebook, your Twitter, yep. um, and your Instagram, those sort of main social platforms, and then Reddit as, a, as an example of a forum. Yep. Um, it's all pretty, it, it, it all takes, you know, the same amount of effort uh, to, to extract. So it doesn't matter what, you're at, what platform you're advertising on. Wow. We can extract it. And we can do the same for, um, for the media. So we can find out journalists that are a bit more um, receptive to you. Uh, compared to those who may have a bit of a negative opinion by going back through all their work and extracting the, the sentiment of the, 
the language that they've written in, in their articles. Okay. And so now it sounds like it's really analyzing the text. So what about video or voice or things like that? Yes. So um, video and voice is, uh, it's a little bit more complex, but it's essentially the same. Um, yeah, it's essentially the same, the same theory. Uh, voice, like we all, all learned in like, um, in maybe the start of, of high school, you know, it's just voice, it's just uh, waves like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just break those down um, into a series of, of, um, of zeros and ones. Wow. And the same with, with recognizing the face um, and video. Uh, it's the same process, it's just a series of, of zeros and ones. Uh, we're actually in the process at the moment of um, digging deeper into video analysis and being able to pull out certain features, which is something going on in the, the R&D team. And we're hoping to launch that in the middle of next year. So that'll be pretty, that'll be something pretty exciting. <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it's just like, um, so when Facebook now suggests, suggests you to tag someone based on their face, on your face, yeah. it's because they've taken in your key features. So your eyes and your nose and your mouth is just a series of zeros and ones in Facebook's database. So that's how it, that's how it, um, manages to understand who that person is. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And I mean, and how does it, like, how do you engage with your clients? How does it actually work? How does the service work? Yeah. Um, so very much we, we go, go out to them to pitch them and then um, they come to us or we have, we sit down and have a discovery meeting yep. and then we sort of find out what they're looking to work on, what they're trying to get out of the, out of the, the campaign. So, for example, with the with the um, e-commerce brand that, that we spoke about, very much for them, it was understanding the comments and what people were saying about them. Yeah. And they were actually looking at sort of their products initially and the specific items of clothing that they sell. And then through that, we found out sort of that their main order, their main problem wasn't, you know, the feedback they were getting on their products because it was the majority of it was pretty positive. Yeah. It was the fact that they had this huge backlog of their orders not working properly, oh. of their courier not delivering, etc. So yeah, it's sometimes, you know, we can go with, with the view of finding out if certain dresses are the right fit or tops, etc. Yeah. But then we'll end up finding out so much more on a completely different subject. Yeah, you might find, oh, the actual material is hyperallergenic or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally Absolutely. different, yeah. Yes. Isn't that fascinating? And I mean, is it, you know, is it very cost effective or is, it, or is this more for big, big companies that have big marketing budgets or can anybody use this, this tool? No, absolutely. Anybody can use this. And um, before we were all in lockdown, it was incredibly useful for, um, for restaurants or for pubs and bars because we can do exactly the same thing with Google reviews or TripAdvisor or Trustpilot. Right. So we can find out how people feel towards... Um, that chain of bars or that chain of restaurants um, and at specific locations. This is crazy. I mean, this is actually quite, uh, this blows my mind. I mean, to, to, to know that we're at that level of analysis in terms of behavior, it's, there's no end to what, you know, what people can find out in the future. It's, it's just going to get more and more sophisticated. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, there's so much information out there and, and, sort of if you're going to complain if you're going to complain to your 
to your Wi-Fi company about poor service, where do you go? You go to Twitter and you write a rant. Yeah, exactly. And you tag them in, or you try and get in. You try and get in touch with customer service that way. And there's so many that the majority of of large sort of e-commerce companies, or even small e-commerce companies, their first point of call now is having customer service Twitter page, where people go in and tweet them and say, "We'll try and get back to you in this time," because Twitter is cheaper than having a call center. I mean, nobody can say anymore that social media is irrelevant. When you hear exactly. this, when you hear this, forget about it. This is the this is the the new frontier, and it's only beginning. Yes. I mean, yes. Exactly. Crazy when you think about it. My God. And those early adopters, like with any tech, will have the most advantage yeah. and the biggest benefit. Awesome. Wow. And so, are you? I'm working mainly in the UK at the moment, or you're working globally as well? So um, we're a Canadian-based company. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Um, I'm the only one in the UK. Yeah, the only one in the UK. But yes, we have clients um, worldwide. So we worked with um, the tourism board of the Maldives, I believe. Yeah, the tourism board of the Maldives um, just before, so earlier last year. And... Uh, because they get obviously they have a huge amount of reviews, yeah, and there's a huge amount of of, of data out there for them. Um, and then we've got clients in uh, in both parts of North America, so Canada and and the US, and then over here as well. Right, so everywhere. And I, yeah. suppose, I suppose you know it'll it'll kind of replace surveys in a way because you know like I'm I'm going crazy every time I do anything. People say I stay on the line and. We've got a three or four part survey and I've got to wait and press the buttons from rank people from zero to five and all this nonsense. So in a way, it just takes that all off, off the table and, you know, the AI will be able to just analyze everything anyway without all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so sometimes the, the way that I see it is um, we're essentially the world's biggest polling company. Yeah. Because we can take any any topic that's spoken about, we can take how people feel about it and then translate it rather than using uh, a polling company that has, you know, a thousand to 10,000 of the same people yeah. all the time. Well, what, what's Facebook got? Facebook's got 2.3 billion users or something. That's right. It's like the a third or fourth biggest country in the world or something like that. Yes, exactly. Um, so why not go and poll them? by taking out exactly what they're saying. And lots of polling companies, people will just fill out brands that they might use when you fill out those forms. Yeah. While what we do is we take data from people who are using those brands because they're commenting and engaging about them. Yeah. So those are your users. Wow. So for, for us and for our clients, it's very much, look, we're, we're, we're polling your your ideal client base. And like I said about competitors earlier, you're polling your competitors' clients as well. That's the most amazing thing. It's that you don't have to just wait for, you know, for your own activity to be solid enough for you to analyze it. You can analyze the market before you even start because you can analyze everybody else's data. I mean, that's, yes. so, that's so powerful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And just... You know, it's, it's being able to, to sort of just know what people want and what people's issues are. And once you know what people's issues are, you can, you can solve the problem. So we've, um, 
we did some work with a, a broadcaster in the in the US um, around sort of PR crisis management yeah. because one of their anchors said uh, compared uh, the BLM movement and things that happened in the stock market, and obviously that um, that sort of created a, a wave of a wave of um, negative responses because of sort of being insensitive. Yeah. Um, but it works with PR crisis management, like I said earlier, twenty or thousand data points in five minutes. So to be able to analyze that so quickly means that our clients that use the sort of the crisis management side are able to are able to react a lot quicker than going down and putting together sort of all oh, they might say this, they might say that. Well, here's what the people are saying. You know, <laughs> here are the main rebuttals. And if you can talk and answer your customers or your viewers' problems during an interview, then then you're going to get them back on side. My God. And, I mean, obviously, if that's where the technology is now, where is the company striving to take the technology to as the next phase? <clears throat> so, um, like I said earlier, we're working currently um, a lot more on sort of the, the video side of, yep. of the work video that we voice. did. Yep. Uh, yeah, video and voice. Um, and then we're just looking to, to expand into, into new markets. So hopefully South America, um, Southeast Asia would be great as well. Uh, there's, uh, so I believe it's Malaysia. When you buy a phone in Malaysia, the guy in the kiosk will automatically install Facebook on your phone. <laughs> and that's sort of like their main, their main contact is right. through Facebook. Exactly. Everything they do is on Facebook. Um, so they don't really have, well, they have phone numbers, but everybody just texts through Facebook Messenger. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Facebook, huh? that's sensational. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind, of, that's kind of our view is if we can break into those um, emerging frontier markets, then that'd be, yeah, that's kind of our goal in the next year or two. Oh, wow. Man, that's phenomenal. Well done. Well, that's quite amazing when you think about it. Like, it, yeah. that just blows my mind. That takes everything, you know, we do day to day with social media in how we analyze to the next level. Because our biggest issue with social media is we always say it's very hard to measure. You know, and marketing um, marketing departments always say, you know, show me the proof. It's very hard to measure, but we know that it has to be done. And it, we know that we get results using a social media strategy, whether it's organic or paid, but we don't always know exactly where our spend, you know, where our spend is coming, is, is making the best return on investment. It's something that we have to do. But now with this, we can pinpoint exactly what's happening. And we know that let's stop doing that. Let's do more of that. Let's do that. Let's change this. It's like precise, all because of AI and machine learning. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, it's um, it really does sort of, and it, it allows by understanding the comments and understanding the sentiment, it can allow you to change tact yeah, during really the cool. campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can you can review very quickly sort of the the way that your campaign is going. Yeah, and uh, the way that that you're engaging with your clients and how they're engaging with you. So you can adapt and change with with what they're saying. Yeah. And particularly with like split testing, a lot of companies do a lot of split testing of campaigns over a period of time to see which one works better, but that's very expensive. So if you can mm -hmm. have a way to analyze the results quickly, you can, you can have a better, a much better return on investment of the money you do spend. 
Yeah, certainly. Um, and, and it's, um, it's much more time rich as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely sort of saves time being able to adapt so quickly. And also, like I referred to earlier, sort of being able to, by extracting the words and the language that people are using, you can use much more appropriate keywords that people are searching wow. and much more appropriate keywords to be able to target people, which, um, which I guess when everybody uses Google ads now, everybody uses uh, Facebook ads, you know, being able to use distinctive keywords is, is certainly a way to, to get a better ROI from a campaign. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. But what do you, I mean, this is just a bit of a, uh, what's the word? It's a very, uh, expansive question, but what, what happens when everybody starts using this technology and it's also scientific, mm -hmm. how does somebody really start being the point? How does someone really be, start being different or being better than someone else or having a point of difference? If we're all just going to be relying on the science to tell us what words to use, what copy to use, where to post, how to post, what's the audience, et cetera, et cetera. Or is it just purely going to be scientific? No, there's always going to be, there's always going to be room for creatives. There's people locked away in ad agencies scribbling while day. Yeah. There's always going to be, there's always going to be room for, for creatives. And at the end of the day, you still need creatives to, to write the copy. You still need creatives to uh, think about the ads, to think about the storyboard for a video. Um, this is just a way of, of enhancing that yeah. and enhancing the copy that they write. And, and it's, it's, it's just utilizing what's already there. You know, it's, it's utilizing something that, that people know, know that's there. They know that there's comments, but it's enabling them to, to empower their company to resonate better with their consumer. And obviously with the rise of, of the likes of e-commerce and maybe the decline of high street retail, Certainly with the big chains and certainly in the UK, there's, there's an awful lot of, of, of sort of high street closing. Yeah. Uh, being, able to, being able to communicate with your consumer who's, who's purely online is hugely important. So being able to understand that those comment sections, being under, able to understand the language and the wording used in those comment sections yeah. is, uh, is, is hugely important. Wow, man, that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I mean all, all, you know, we always say that social media and digital is a combination between science and art, and this just takes that to the next level. Man. Yes, certainly. Fueling those creatives and those ad agencies. Yes, absolutely. Well done. Well, Tom, that's sensational. I mean, that's just, that just blows my mind, you know. Who knows what's going to be next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. But so tell us a bit about how we can find you and how we can work with you. Um, for everybody, for all the audience out there, if they want to start talking about your technology. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, talkative.com and that's talk, A-I-T-I-V. Yep. Um, very intuitive. So talkative.com. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. Once again, talkative, talk, A-I, tip. Um, and yeah, you can find us that way. Uh, and yeah. Nice. And people can contact you directly on LinkedIn if they need to. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Tom Griffiths. Um, my email is tom at talkative.com. And okay. more than happy to have a conversation. Well done. Well, Tom, it's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, you've totally just blown my mind. Uh, to know <laughs> where this is going um, is just phenomenal. I mean, you know, it just shows me how important it is to really get serious with social media and digital. And now mm -hmm. there's even a way to start measuring it to the nth degree using machine learning 
which will really give us a better return on investment of what we're doing and, and allow us to develop a strategy that really works. So there's no going back yeah. now. It's only going forward, and it's just about how fast and how, how we start to develop even further. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dara. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'll put all the links and, and all your email addresses and, uh, and the LinkedIn links and everything in the show notes. Anything else you want to leave us with before you, before you go? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> read the comments. Yeah, I love it. Read the comments. <laughs> well done. I love it. Well done. Well, mate, thank you so much. And uh, thank have you a having fantastic me, day ahead of you in the UK. Um, and we're gonna, I'm going to sign off now. It's Monday night, 8.45, time for a glass of wine. And <laughs> take a load off. But everybody out there, I hope you had a fantastic uh, show. I certainly did. Fascinating stuff. And uh, feel free to jump on and learn more about Tom and, and Talkative and uh, see how they can help you with your social media strategy. So everybody, thanks again. Bye for now. Tom, all the best, my man. Cheers, Aaron. Cheers.